Welcome to How She Got Here, Conversations with Everyday Extraordinary Women. It is my belief that every woman has something inside her only she can do. The more we share the stories of other women who have already discovered their thing, the more it inspires, encourages, and empowers other women to do the same. Before we get started today, I just want to take a minute to say if you are listening in your car or with other little ears around, this might not exactly be appropriate, depending on how young your children are. So now might be a good time to turn me off and come back to me later. Hey, Pod Sisters. I am both excited and nervous about introducing this series to you. This series is entitled, How She is Doing the Work of Racial Reconciliation. In our first episode in this series, I'm going to share my story of how and why I got involved in this work. My goal for this series is twofold. If you are not involved in this work already, I would ask you to have an open mind, open heart, and open ears. I know some of the things I say or my guests will say, will be hard to hear. You might feel guilt, shame, confusion, disbelief, and so much more. All of this is normal, and I have been there. I still read or hear things, and my first reaction is no way. Just stay with me. If you have questions, concerns, would like resources, or just to talk about it, you can reach out to me at susan at howshegothere.com or DM me on Facebook or Instagram. If you are already involved in this work, please don't hesitate to reach out. This work is not meant to be done alone, and I would love to chat with you. You can email me at susan at howshegothere.com or DM me on Facebook or Instagram. If you are a woman of color, you probably already know, I am a white woman. My goal with this series is to talk with other white women on what is ours to do with this work. Too often, we have relied on you, our sisters of color, to do this work for us. This is my humble, humble attempt to speak up about racial reconciliation and why white women need to be involved. If you can, or want to listen, awesome. If you can't, that's cool too. I'm not going to get it right all the time. You are probably going to be frustrated with how I say or tackle things. If you want to reach out about it and talk about it, any or all of it, you can also reach me at my email address, susan at howshegothere.com, or DM me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm here to learn. I'm here to listen. I've been officially involved in racial reconciliation work since 2017, but have been mulling it over since June 17, 2015. That was the day that a white supremacist walked into a manual African Methodist Episcopal Church, also known as Mother Emanuel, had Bible study with, prayed with, and then murdered nine people for no other reason than their skin was not white. 
Their names are Reverend Pinkney, Cynthia Marie Graham Hurd, Susie Jackson, Ethel Lee Lance, DePayne Middleton Doctor, Taiwanza Sanders, Daniel L. Simmons, Sharonda Coleman Singleton, Myra Thompson. As you probably know, I'm from South Carolina. I have lived in Dallas, Texas for more than a decade, but will always be a South Carolinian. And while South Carolina has a very troubling past, not to mention that 40% of all of those enslaved in the U.S. entered the country through the Port of Charleston, I did not fully understand that past until I was a grown woman. I will always always love South Carolina, even with her horrific past. Though it is hard, I am finding it better to recognize the past, come to terms with it, and try to move through it. I grew up loving trips to Charleston and its surrounding islands, so much so that we spend a week on the coast with my family there every year. I know exactly where Mother Emanuel is located, and have walked past it countless times in my life. So when this horrific evening happened in my beloved state, and in a city I cherish, I was shocked, and I was horrified. It had happened in my own backyard in 2015. And I kept asking myself, how? How could this still be happening? Then, on July 7, 2016, a little over a year later, another mass shooting, this time in my current city of Dallas, Texas, and not all that far from my home. This time it was an individual targeting members of law enforcement that were white. This man was angry over police shootings of black men. This shooting followed a a peaceful protest against the police killings of Alton Sherling and Philando Castile. I am unsure what the community in Charleston did to begin healing from the murders. In my research, I did not find anything like what has been created in Dallas, so if you know of something, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to talk with you about it and learn more about it. I can tell you what happened in Dallas. What happened in Dallas was that Reverend Richie Butler, minister at St. Paul United Methodist Church, created the Year of Unity Project. I will go into Project Unity more in depth in our next episode, but suffice it to say, this was how I got involved in the work of racial reconciliation in Dallas. I am grateful my own church has participated in Project Unity, and one of the group dinners was at my church. I wasn't sure what to expect walking into that dinner, but I knew my church was a safe space and I believed a higher power would be present. While this work isn't always done in faith spaces, nor am I saying that it should be, it made my move into the work a little, like a smidge, easier. I think a good place to start if you aren't in Dallas and your area doesn't have a beginner racial reconciliation anything is to look up Be the Bridge online. There is also both a public and private Facebook group you can join. 
The resources Latasha Morrison and her team have put together are outstanding and regularly challenge my thinking and perception in a way that it needs to be challenged. The private Facebook group has a curriculum you must complete as well as a silent period after joining. You must complete the coursework and the silent period before speaking in the group. I have learned so much just by reading and listening, and it has been tremendously eye-opening. Latasha also has a new book out with the same title, Be the Bridge, and I highly recommend it as a starting place. Here is what I know. This work is not easy. I was taught a narrative and a history growing up that was incomplete at best. It was a narrative written by and for white people. Is that my fault? No. Is it my fault that the system was literally set up for me because of this color of my skin? No. Did my family own people? No. I have been told no because we weren't rich enough. And I'm going to hang on to that until I hear otherwise. But for as far as I know, no. I say all of that because I have heard and in my younger years even used some of these excuses as to why it is not mine to do the work because none of it is my fault. However, what I can humbly recognize now is that it doesn't mean that I haven't still benefited from it. I have absolutely benefited from it. By the luck of the draw, I was born a white woman in 1982 in the United States of America to a white, solidly middle-class family, and there is a benefit to that. That can be hard to grapple with. It is something I must grapple with, though, in order for my child and God willing, his children can continue moving the ball of reconciliation forward. I know racial reconciliation will not be complete by the time I die. It is too big, and there are too many nuanced pieces to it. My best hope is that we can set up the next generation for success, and that means recognizing a more complete history of our country's past, as well as acknowledging my own complicity. That means I have some work to do. And that's what we're going to be talking about this month. Hey, Pod Sisters, thanks so much for joining me today. I have posted several links that I think you will find helpful, including Latasha Morrison's book and Facebook group info over on our website, www.howshegothere.com. I highly recommend you get this book and start reading. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to head over to your favorite podcast platform and hit subscribe. And then while you were there, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review it. It just makes it that much easier for other listeners to find. Until next time, I'll see you soon.